Hey, on my Travel Wins podcast today, I'm lucky to have Christina Papa Palaslopoulos. How are you today, Christina? I'm doing well. How are you? Thank you for having me. Excellent. Uh, Christina is a co-founder of a, a really cool company called Shafari, which is obviously a great company name. How did you come up with that name? Oh, well, my partner and I, we were trying to brainstorm on something that was kind of, um, it was related to women's travel that would be memorable and just cheeky enough. And I gave her, I kind of was the ideas person, Pete. I gave her all the ideas and my business partner, Nectaria, is kind of the editor. And she said, the minute I said Shifari, kind of a play on she and Safari, she was like, that is it. Got We're it. running with it. Got Got it. it. Yeah. I, and it's, it gets reactions, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> did, did you keep any of the other possible names? Uh, I'm always well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, what were we thinking? That was crazy. We did. We, you know, we had some, some were, well, we had some incorporated with kind of the idea of Europe um, or roaming, wanderlust, but those <laughs> yeah. are, you know, the wanderlust is pretty, pretty played out. So we were like, okay, let's focus on the idea of, of the girl getaway or the spirit of the woman's trip. So we stuck with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's an awesome. It, it, it's Thank you. an almost five-year-old company, my understanding. And then what exactly mm -hmm. do you guys provide? I thought it was pretty awesome, but I'll let you explain it. Thank you. Yes. So we're actually kind of in the, in the process of pivoting. Um, we began as a custom travel boutique. So we were doing customized itineraries and trip building. Um, again, our, our idea and our branding, the core of it is connecting women through the art of travel. But we also, um, by default, we were based in Greece. Um, in Europe, so we were doing a lot of planning for Greece and Southern Europe, and we were getting honeymoons and family trips and a whole slew of things, which we really enjoyed. But just this year, we decided to kind of refocus back onto um, join-in group trips for women, what we call transformative travel. So we're starting with a retreat series and other kinds of trips that we're going to be rolling out in 2020, um, such as you know spiritual journeys. Uh, wellness, yoga, so a lot of a lot of different kinds of trips like that. It's female based, correct? Yes, yes. Oh. We still do provide planning for all, um, but yeah. the idea of the the join in group trips is that it is uh, female based. Mm -hmm. A husband and dad of two adult daughters. I like seeing uh, women come to the forefront, and that it's one of the things I was really excited about talking to you. Is what were some of the overcomes that you had to deal with? <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, in general, like in terms yeah. of getting it started, or yeah, but you you're based in Europe, but oh, you're yeah. Amer you're Americans. Mm -hmm. you, are you trying to go after mainly North Americans to to travel to Europe, or are you also trying to pull from your your, your countries as well? Absolutely. So when we began, um, we were both residing in in Europe, um, and we decided to we just loved loved Greece and we saw I mean and this was a few years ago it's it's really booming now in tourism um, and it, it was just kind of starting and we wanted to be able to share that with people and we knew where we could bring the most value is helping uh, North Americans you know Americans and, and Canadians and such um, yeah. to to get you know with the valuable information of the the small you know, I know it's a little bit overused, but as we say, the off the beaten path places, the really boutique mom and pop hotels, the the unique activities to do that they wouldn't be able to find on their own, um, you know, from unique premium olive oil tasting or a Mediterranean cooking class 
from this, you know, little Greek yaya to, um, you know, cruises and wine experiences. So we wanted from, from living there and all, everything we experienced, we wanted to be able to, to deliver that to, to an audience and kind of provide that premium service. And it just, once people knew we were, we were based there, it just kind of grew by, by word of mouth. We became kind of the Greek girls. Everybody knew to, to do travel planning with us there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's all. I mean, uh, one of my past guests was, uh, his name's Smush, Smush Parker. And he played professional basketball. He played for the Lakers, the Clippers, the Cavaliers. But then he also played over in Europe, and he played in Mongolia. He said the, the best place he's ever visited in 17 years of pro basketball uh, where he played was in Greece. Oh, yeah. Said, I wonder, said, my husband's a retired basketball player in Greece. I wonder if he may have played with him at some point. <laughs> yeah, Smush Parker. Uh, he's probably in his mid-30s now, mm-hmm. mid to late 30s. Or, yeah, I'll have to ask him. Neat. Yeah, he, he said the beaches in Greece were the best he's ever seen around the world. Uh, it's like, wow. incredible. I mean, it, it really is, and I'm, I'm well-traveled. And now I'm, I'm lucky. I spend quite a bit of time in, in Florida, and we have some of the top-rated beaches. Love the, the Clearwater and St. Pete area, but having lived in Greece and been to multiple islands from, you know, very cosmopolitan to very small and quaint, I mean, there's just something about it there that is, it's just incredible. It really is. You're in the interesting juxtaposition of you're promoting, not the, I mean, some of it's vacation and honeymoon travel and that type of thing, but now with this transformative travel, mm-hmm. you get to travel for your work because obviously that's what you have to do. Yes. I mean, you're going to have to go to Greece and suffer mm-hmm. through, but it, it's it's definitely when it's you're you're on a work schedule. So how yes. how do you balance ha- having fun and, and making it joyous for everybody else, but still make sure everything happens the way it's supposed to? Because there's a lot of stuff that goes behind the scenes. Yes. So I would say you know when we travel, so generally in as a as a owner of a travel business, I travel for different reasons. I am you know yeah. beginning now to join in on these trips. So although we're doing fun things and cruises and, you know, uh, nice dinners over great wine and that sort of thing, I always have to be aware that I'm, I'm leading this group, I'm responsible for this group, uh, making sure all the logistics are taken care of. So there's that element to it. Um, I often travel as well to scout destinations, sure. uh, as, does, as does my partner, um, uh, you know, so we're always being invited to check out new destinations. And although it's very tempting just to kick back and enjoy the properties, pools, or, or beaches. Um, we really need to do our due diligence to ensure it is a good fit for our client. Um, so that's another element. We also travel a lot for travel trade shows. Um, there's oh, an excellent, okay. yeah, there's an excellent one called World Travel Market in uh, in London. Um, I kind of compare. It's like a huge conference center. It's almost like it's a small world. You know, you've got countries and <laughs> and continents yeah. and different halls. Um, but it's a really great great way to kind of speed network and connect with global partners in the travel business. So when we're doing that, it's fast-paced. You've got to stay on time. We learned the hard way. We tried to pick up um, a bunch. Everybody was giving out free books and booklets, and I was just grabbing them and grabbing them. So by the end of the day, <laughs> I think I had, like, my body weight in yeah. paper. Yeah. So then we knew the second time around, you know, go lean. Just do you have a USB? Can you email me this as a digital PDF? Um, but we were so excited the first time getting these beautiful, you know, hardbound books on Croatia or Turkmen Caicos, and we can, and I, you know, we came back with a library. So that was a, a learning experience. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I have to do similar things. You know, I, I get to go 
I get to, I have to, I should say, go to the rodeo in Las Vegas. It's the world championships. It's 10 days oh, long. Oh, cool. So it's 10 days. I work during the day at our booth. I run one of our booths. We, have, we set up nine different booths at three different locations. And so I have to show up four or five days before before the show even starts to help set up all the booths, then work every day, and then usually two to three days of teardown. Teardown goes faster because hopefully you have a lot less product to mm-hmm. box up. But, you know, it all of a sudden it turns into 16 days in a Las Vegas hotel room, and it's like, oh. And maybe if I was in my 20s or 30s, it would be a lot more fun than in my 50s, where it's like two weeks Vegas in a hotel. Is, yeah, absolutely. Well, Vegas is a tempting destination. I haven't done a trade show there yet. It would be, I think it would be hard to uh, keep my my business cool there. <laughs> but um, yeah, when we do trade shows, we do do some trade shows as well, mostly around the U.S., just catering to, um, you know, women's kind of events or, or travel sure. or women's lifestyle shows. Um, and we just, you know, set up booths and we always try to incorporate fun games and just, um, you know, we use it just to, to meet new people and build our email list and just kind of spread the word about our brand. But there always is the, you know, what, how much can we take? You always want an impressive booth. Yeah. Um, but, but by stocking up, you know, as you mentioned, multiple days of teardown, it's like just the logistics of getting that all there is, it's is always tricky. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. The whole separate job. The, mm-hmm. Congratulations on being a newlywed. Thank you. Thank and, you, yes. And several months pregnant. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so have you – Tra- uh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, yeah, that brings new traveling challenges. <laughs> That's where I was going. I was like, have you considered how much different your travel is going to be now? Yes, you know, and I mean, in general, as an entrepreneur, I'm examining, you know, everything as a mother to be. Um, and in terms of the travel, it's definitely different. I mean, even just, I've done some recent travel and will continue to do so. And the plane is affecting me a little differently. And, uh, you yep. know, where I've never been someone prone to motion sickness or anything, it's all, all a little different. But um, yeah, you know, in general, as as an entrepreneur, I'm looking at things. I just want to, I make, I'm really doing a focus on time management and every day away from my husband and my family needs to be a day well spent. So I'm hoping my productivity will, you know, appropriately increase because I just feel like with, with the baby coming and everything going on, if I do need to be away and incorporate that, um, I, I have a great support system with my family. But I think any parent, it's not just women, dads who are very involved as well, you know, sure. keeping keeping in mind that, that work-life balance is, is really important. Yeah, obviously, it, it's me and my daughters are in their mid-20s living on their own. So mm-hmm. I've done it. I'm done. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yep. But, yeah, I mean, it's definitely when you're traveling, it's, there's always the what games are you going to miss? You know, what, what event are you going to miss? What birthday party are you not going to be able to make it to because you have to go on the road? Mm-hmm. And, you know, oh, and absolutely. which ones are you going to make? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my dad uh, worked. He was very successful and worked in the international market, um, which was really neat uh, for him. He got to see a lot of places. But, um, you know, I always knew him as an excellent father. But I know in his mind, he felt like he was missing a lot. Um, yeah. So it's that, you know, I, we had great weekends and when he had to travel, he did. And my mom, you know, I think as a team, um, whether it be, you know, if you're married or also too, if you have an extended family support system, that's really helpful. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be 
encountering all of that. And um, my business partner is extremely, you know, supportive in that as well. Um, so we'll see, you know, how I'd like to take the appropriate time and, and spend it with my family. But, uh, you know, business must go on. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see because you, you've been so successful as a single person and now as a married person and now as a mom, the dynamics change. Yes, yes. But, um, and and I, I think it'll yeah. be for the better, to be honest, because a lot of the women you're going to be dealing with are going to be moms, and they're going to use the reason, not excuse, but reason, of I've got family and my, my this and that. Now you're going to be able to maybe relate to it a little bit differently. Yes, and I and I think some time away is is good um, because as we're this we're doing a, an entrepreneurial retreat this October in Greece, which I'm super excited about, and we yeah. are seeing some moms that are interested in trying to figure out, you know, their the the mompreneurs as we say, and trying to figure out the time away and balance. But it's really important for people to recharge, and even though we are, it's kind of blurring blurring the lines of of work and business because it will be a very immersive learning experience we have you know amazing branding and e-commerce people coming along um, yeah really high-powered ceos we're going to have um ceo of docatot her name is lisa ferlin kotsianis um and the greek brand um apivita which is a skincare brand that's really grown recently um their head of global their global communications director her name is marina vasilara She's going to come and talk about everything from e-commerce to influencer marketing. So sure. it's going to be a really and, – and we have a, a wellness person, a business coach. We've, I mean, we've got a team of five, six people, a really great photographer um, who has over 111,000 followers on Instagram. She's going to talk about social media engagement, do headshots. So it's, it's a really great experience. But I'm finding people uh, – women are excited but sometimes hesitant to come for even if it's five days. Um, but I I think they're seeing that the value of recharging and stepping away and just doing focusing on you and still focusing on the business it's a it helps you come back to your responsibilities in your day to day life um, more stronger and more recharged. I mean, I tell, it, it's kind of like a I don't want to shortchange it. it. Sounds like it's a, mm-hmm. a vacation with purpose. Exactly. Meaning, yeah. And you're going to a beautiful place and you're 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 experiencing wonderful experiences there. But at the same time, the speaking, the wellness, the photography, the social media campaign, I mean that's it's all encompassing. It really it really is. And you, it's nice that you kind of picked that up the vacation with purpose and that's kind of the idea of the transformative travel series. Uh my partner kind of likened it to this incredible marathon of TED Talks meets the the super amazing girl getaway so it's just going to be these kind of roundtable discussions about all different things and I've just seen anytime I network um, and people we start the conversations going you know what how did that work for you and what are your tips for you know improving social media and did this campaign work and to hear people and then you just your brain start going um, both from the leaders and the expert but from one another you know it's really really helpful i mean i just feel like my pen my pen flies off the the paper when we when we do things like that so that's exciting and then the actual experience um, a lot of retreats are you know more low key um maybe three star or a bit more authentic this is a really beautiful resort that we're going to it's the domes miramare in corfu um it's actually the the uh, hotel the resort that was owned by onassis where jackie o would come on vacation which is pretty phenomenal 
Um, so it's the, the place has history. It's a five-star accommodation with Michelin Star Dining Incorporated, and we have really cool excursions. So I think it'll be just what women need to kind of reboot reboot their business. That sounds awesome. Thank you. I mean, I, not that I'd, I, you know, I always tell my wife, I never would want to be a woman. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, having two adult daughters and, and a wife, nah, there's, there's too many negatives. But, that, I mean, it's, it's awesome that you're putting this together, four females. It's something. Thank you. We have our, we have our strengths. Yeah. Ladies, we have our strengths and our challenges in life. But, um, you know, I just think when, when women connect in a certain way with one another and men connect in a certain way with one another. And, um, you know, we just wanted to create a community kind of atmosphere where women can discuss business and, you know, struggles and just, you know, enjoy themselves with one another. So. Yeah. And you're going to be further along. I mean, you're going to be pretty well pregnant by the time that comes around. Yes, my plan, <laughs> my plan <laughs> is to go. We'll see. Um, the great thing is, is I have a great backup. I mean, we have our my my business partner will be there and uh, Nectaria, and we have a great team there. So um, I would love to go. Um, of course, baby comes first. So if I cannot, I will definitely yeah. be be there in spirit, skyping in or facetiming in any way I can. And um, you know, I have great, great trips to look forward to in the next year. So yeah, there'll be plenty for you. Yeah. Yeah. When you when you travel, I'm, I'm starting to ask all my guests. Uh, mm-hmm. When you travel, what what do you listen to, watch, do? When, when, you know, what, how do you kill time? Airplane time, uh, hotel time, drive time for me. I love traveling from, I love traveling alone um, because I'm really focused. So I'll, I love working in the airport with my laptop and, you know, getting some things done. I do, I love planning on the plane. So I'll do a lot of my kind of strategizing, brainstorming, that sort of thing. I love to listen to Oprah Super Soul Sessions. (laughs) I just, I, I enjoy podcasts. Because when I'm alone and I can just kind of, you know, you're on the plane, there's nothing. I don't have to run and, you know, do something in the house or change the laundry out or, you know, you're, you're just kind of focused and you're very present. I like to listen to um, podcasts. Um, and, and, again, kind of in line with our company, we do kind of the spiritual and self-help aspect as well as business, you know, growth mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And I just think the, the Super Soul podcast um, really really speak to me and I enjoy those. Um, anytime I work, I do enjoy kind of jazz or blues and swing because it keeps me going. But, um, but is it, you know, it doesn't put me to sleep like classical might, but it, it's, yeah. um, it's just a good, I've, I've found since, since I was in college wanting to study or I was working on art projects, I was always drawn to kind of a nice funky kind of jazz soul beat. So I like to listen to that. Yes, it was, that's that's cool because I listened to a lot of swing music in the forties, mm-hmm, the forties mm-hmm. series channel, because I don't know the songs that well, so I'm not singing along. It allows me to think about other things, but I love the background noise and it's 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 an upbeat, exactly. like you said, versus mm-hmm. the more uh, more traditional classical words. It can be heavy strings and down downtrodden a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yes, when it, if I want to sleep on a plane and I'm trying to get in my overnight, you know, going internationally, I'll put on my eye mask and I'll put on noise canceling with classical soft and I sleep like a baby. Um, but if oh, I want go. to, yeah, but if I just kind of want to 
relax and maybe do it to a work background or something, you know, I'll, I'll do that. The more kind of jazzy or swing. Nice. What's the, uh, I appreciate the time and I, I want to make mm-hmm. sure, and I'll definitely put this on the website. What's the best way for people to, to reach out and find out more information about the trip and just Shafari in general? Okay, absolutely. So our website is Shafari, S-H-E-S-A-R-I.com. And right on our website, um, on, the, on the landing page, you'll be able to see a link to the retreat. Um, I think it's shafari.com, just slash uh, yeah. re- retreat 2019. They can also find it that way. Um, they can connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Shafari Travel. And if they just want to shoot um, myself or my partner and I an email, an easy way is just info at shafari.com. That's painless. Easy peasy. <laughs> and and, and we try to reply quickly. She's yeah, based you, in you, Europe and I'm in the U.S., so we're like 24-hour, you know, <laughs> service. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully the correct 24 hours. Yes. You, know, <laughs> you don't want to be the, the late night. That's funny. Yeah. Well, like I said, I really appreciate it. The website is awesome, by the way. Really. Thank you. Thank it's, you. It's very We've, professional and very, very easy to get through. Thank you. We had it designed in Greece and we've been building it um you know, since then, and we try to incorporate, you know, images that uh, inspire people and an, an easy uh, interface as well. So thank you. I appreciate that. And it's always, it's always a work in progress. Absolutely. Constant. <laughs> I have my web developer on speed dial all the time. I, uh, I use my daughter, my youngest daughter, for my, my, my main web, and then my cousin, who, who that's what she does for a living. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, my gosh. I don't want to become a web designer. There's just too oh, many. Yep. I know what I want, but I just can't. It was the same. You know, it's like, no, no, I want that. No, no, I want the logo. No, no, more up. No, no. But, you know, it's all remote. You know? Yes. And then they understand it differently than what we wanted. And then in the end, what we actually serves us is something different than we thought we wanted. It's a constant growth yeah. process. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> totally have a complete different appreciation now for websites. <laughs> Since yes. I started my own, it's a totally. Oh, it's like, oh, okay, I won't be so picky. Absolutely. Well, like I said, I'll definitely put this out and uh, make sure everyone can get a, get a hold of you guys and, and see if we can add a few people to the trips. That would be awesome. Thank you. Yes, it's um, we do have a few a few spots left for for the October retreat, um, and then we'll have uh, we'll be announcing. The two thousand, uh, the twenty twenty, you know, next itinerary. So we'll we'll have that coming in all different, uh, you know, travel realms. So we're excited about that. I think it'd be maybe in about a year or so, give or take. It'd be interesting to have you back on the show and talk about life post baby. Yes, I I'm interested to see how that goes as well. So I'll keep you <laughs> I'll keep you posted. But um. Yeah, it's um, we're we're just we're super excited, and my thing is is just take take one day at a time. I'm trying not to let myself get too overwhelmed and plan ahead. You know, we're we're planning, but with the idea of knowing we might need to to adjust based on I, needs. So here, yeah. here's my here's my only travel story I will share with you with baby. Yes, please but do. To, to, to to give you an idea of what to not to expect the unexpected. Mm-hmm, At the time mm-hmm. I, I lived, I worked in San Francisco, and we lived up in the Bay Area in Alameda. And I had to try, we had to come down to Los Angeles. Both both of our parents lived down in this area, in the Los Angeles area. And it's about a seven hour, six and a half hour, seven hour drive. 
get done with work on Friday, worked all week. I'm going to drive down Friday night with the kids and, and, and the wife, drop them off, drive back, work the next week, and then come back the next weekend. Anyways, you know, I'm very much a planner. I'm like, okay, well, if we leave here, we'll stop here. We'll get this. This will take this long. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. Yep. <laughs> Mapping it all out. So we load up the kids, get back. See, we got this. We got that. Everything's we're, we're on schedule. We're about 15 minutes down the freeway on a seven-hour drive. My oldest decides to throw up all over the back seat. Oh, poor I mean, just projectile. <laughs> oh, no. Everywhere. And we're like, well, we can't live with this for the next seven friggin' hours. <laughs> but now I got to turn around. And if you're a planner, that's that's a, it just drives you nuts. Cause, you know, we had, so we had to turn around, another 20 minutes to get home, take her out, clean her up, clean out the back seat, get the, you know, just an hour and a half, two hours later. It's like, oh my god! Oh, wow. So all the all the Poor planning thing. in the world, yeah. And you know, and you see your daughter throwing up in the back seat. It's like you're not mm-hmm. mad at her; you're just frustrated at the situation. But poor thing. I mean, and that's a that's a perfect example of you can't plan everything, and yeah. that's something as a travel planner myself and in planning my trips, um, you know, on a different on a different scale. But we we were recently in Italy, and I had a. I had a car lined up and I had, you know, everything situated. I emailed the driver from the train to say we'd be getting in. <laughs> yeah. we, I'm like a super planner. I'm like, we'll be getting in a little bit late. Um, you know, the train was delayed, uh, you know, just making sure, yeah, yeah, no problem. We get there and I call this Italian driver and, uh, oh, I had to go. You were too late and I had to go. Uh, we were arriving in, where were we arriving? In, uh, I think in the Amalfi area. Oh, I had to go pick up somebody in in Naples, and I'm just kind of like, um, okay. Um, Like, information would have been good. And, you know, I can troubleshoot, but people who aren't seasoned travelers or that have relied on me as a travel planner and a coordinator to put that together, it immediately falls under my responsibility in some way. <laughs> so I, I was just so frustrated that it, no matter how, how much I try to plan for somebody or help or even on my own trips, it's just, it's just kind of an, an inevitable thing. Um, but, uh, you know, just thinking fast on your feet and doing the best you can with the situation, that's all we can. <laughs> and laugh and then just enjoy the experience. It's one of the funniest things we talk about about our trip still. So. Yeah, and it's a great story for me to share now, 26 years later, 25 mm-hmm. years, you know. But at the time, it was like, wow, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I know it's not your fault, honey. I love you. Course, yeah. <laughs> well, and then, of course, family and stuff, you know, you're probably used to, you're the the business dad traveler, you're bup, 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 and then, you know, you don't anticipate the uh, that kind of interference. <laughs> so. Well, I, it, and it, because I was always trying to plan when the kids were smaller, like I said, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, if, if, I, if I get up to, you know, the San Francisco and work my way down, I can get back for when they play Miracosa and their lacrosse game. And then, uh, you know, Allie's got a soccer game on Saturday, and then I'll make it over. So, yeah, I was always planning because I had to schedule my, my, my life around my work and my kids. Mm-hmm. everything else so yeah Absolutely. the big wrenches uh, one last question i wanted to ask you because i just like sure. i wanted to ask and i forgot and then it just came back to me mm-hmm. and, and because of what we're talking about what are some of the neurosis that they the, the picadels that, that people have about travel you must hear them all mm, you know I, I don't of... i don't mm-hmm. i don't want i i, I 
I don't want to land at, at this time. I want to arrive. It has to be this kind of car, um, you know, all because my wife is very picky about her hotels, and I know some people are very picky about their airlines that they that they fly. Yes. And for me, I just want to get there. Mm-hmm. So you have to deal with all that in between. It's like I guess dealing with a wedding planner, you know. And, Oh, yes, and actually we do deal with wedding planners and we do deal yeah. with destination weddings, which are very, very tricky as well. We help tra- uh, plan a lot of – exactly. And there – I mean, you just run the range of people who have never, ever traveled before. Yeah, yeah. To, to, I, I use Europe because that's usually where it is, but um, that have never, you know, left the U.S. They don't – sometimes I have to explain – you know, make sure you get your passport enough in advance. And, you know, just this, I, I always give people the advice to copy all of their documentation because no matter how many times I say Europe is safe, but pickpocketing is prevalent, people yeah. still somehow carry their passport and their ID all in the same open or cargo pocket or just, you know, in the backpack on their back or leave it on a chair and people come, you know, so I say copy, you know, things. I kind of, I try not to mom it too much, but I kind of tell, especially my younger travelers or newlyweds that have never left, I say, hey, you know, copy your documents yeah. um, digitally, have it on a camera, you know, do different things um, to kind of prepare yourself should should you be stranded and need that. But, you know, I mean, it's it's interesting uh, what people request and, and what they're they're, you know, afraid that may happen. Um, the biggest thing I, I hear from Americans traveling to Europe is their expectation on space and quality of, like, hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. So um, they'll say, oh, yeah, we, you know, like a double queen or a double king suite. And I, <laughs> you know, in Europe, you're lucky if you get a, if you get a double kind of full bed in a lot of hotels. And if that bed may have, um it could either be two twin beds pushed together or, you know, it's kind of a different. <laughs> yeah. And these tiny, tiny little things, um, there's not a lot of, you know, closet storage. We're just so used to, as Americans, as space. Another thing yeah. is, is in a lot of parts of Europe, they just have firmer mattresses. So that's something a lot of people, um, you know, who are used to their foam and or Tempur-Pedic or whatnot, you know, we're, we're very specific sleepers as Americans, which is important. Sleep is so important. Um, but so in Greece, they get on these kind of, you know, I use Greece as an example because they do often have very firm, firm mattresses. And I, and I hear about that. So I think as much as I can before I send people somewhere to manage their expectations, um, um, you know, that helps, but I get questions. I got a question. Um, yeah. Will the hotel have a converter for my husband's CPAP machine? Um, (laughs) you know, or sleep. And I'm like, well, it's best to bring you know, because I what don't want to tell need. people, yeah. exactly. And if they do have the right kinds of converters, it, you know, it's probably first come, first serve. Um, so will the hotel, my husband's very tall, will the, will the car be, you know, this sedan or this sedan? And I'm just like, ooh, you know, some, will the first class seat, will it be a full, full down? Will it, will it have a pod? Will it have yeah. this or that? And I'm like, well, I can't guarantee, even with this airline or this, I can't guarantee if that, you know, Boeing XXX has, um, you know, if it's a newer one, if it's been yeah. refitted. Yeah. I mean, they just expect me to know everything. 
Yeah. Or, you know, this plane, you know, oh, well, we booked it. We only booked it 24 hours ago. Can you just change my, my ticket? I'm like, <laughs> I mean, the same rules apply to me on, on fare purchases as, as you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a little bit more knowledge and maybe a relationship, but that doesn't mean I get, I get a free pass. So just <laughs> some of those things I hear. <laughs> and I do my best to navigate, uh, you know, any requests that I can. That's all. I mean, you know, we we hear the same thing when when we're selling our our cowboy boots and our jeans and stuff. Um, we have people from South Africa, uh, Australia, mm-hmm. um, Scotland that fly in for the rodeo for the World Championships in Brazil, and uh, you hear a lot of strange requests. Yes, that's all I can yeah, say. it's definitely. And in Europe, they're they're um, they're very energy conscious. So a lot of American rooms. To still, to my knowledge, just have a regular on-off switch. But in, in Europe, you have to put your room key into it. So when the sure. room key is gone, you know. And a lot, like, just just right there, we just blew some people's minds. How do I turn my lights on? And they're, oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been like, in a few of those rooms here in the yeah. United States. Yeah, they're starting more and more, um, yeah. uh, you know, on energy efficiency. But I still see it's like the standard in Europe. And they're, from what I've seen, they're more they're more starting here. But, um yeah, I remember the first time I, I went to God. I think it was was it Vegas. I don't. Know. I, I've been a lot of places. I can't remember where it was at, but the guy's like, he's just, just as soon as you walk in to the right, there's a little pad. You got to put your key in there, or, or things won't work. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, or a, or a, or a client that got locked out on the balcony because they didn't realize the balcony door <laughs> automatically shut. <gasps> yeah, that happened, and you know it's. And even though there's a don't shut, but who would, who on a multi-story building would put a lock? I mean, that's just endless lawsuits waiting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard and seen it all. Those are Mm -hmm. awesome. (laughs) Thank you again for sharing all these wonderful stories. You've brightened my day. Oh, thank you, Pete. Thanks for having me and being able to talk about it. And, um, you know, the good, it was fun. (laughs) (laughs) The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations again, and uh, thank you. Best of luck, and, and hopefully, like I said, maybe in a year or so, we'll, we'll be able to chat again and, and see where we're at. Yes, I would love to. Hopefully, I'll have amazing stories and and business growth, and the baby slept fine, and work is great. <laughs> that would be there, wonderful. There are zero problems. <laughs> zero problems. It's just everything is just roses. Yeah. <laughs> in that case, we definitely are talking. Absolutely. You're the only person I know that's like that. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Christine. I appreciate the time. Yes, thank you, Pete. Take okay. care. Bye bye.